Okay, folks. Well, let's just take a look at a couple of things this week, shall we? First, let's take a look at an area of concern, but an area of hope for the Orange. First, the area of concern. The basketball team, let's just say. We were riding a pretty good winning streak. But then, some bad news. Jesse Edwards has definitely become a big cog for the machine there for basketball, especially during this winning streak. But then, he came down awkward with that writ, his non-shooting hand. And let's just say... He broke his wrist in his non-shooting hand, and he's out for the rest of the year. And let's just say he's the player that Syracuse could ill afford to lose. Because you know what? He is probably the most improved player, not on just on Syracuse, but in the ACC. And Frank Anselm, he did a noble job against Virginia Tech. But Frank Anselm is no Jesse Edwards. And that only could spell trouble going down the road. Syracuse had put itself back into position to maybe get back on the bubble. And you know what? Now with uh, Edwards out, Anselm in, you gotta wonder, is Syracuse gonna maybe fall back below 500? Maybe not be able to get into any postseason play. But I mean, Anselm, he, he'll hopefully do pretty good. Hopefully others can help elevate their play. Because, I mean, at, at, after what happened, we got Boston College coming up Saturday. We got Georgia Tech coming up next Monday. But then comes the killer finish. I mean, Notre Dame, North Carolina, and Duke, and Miami to close the season. And then leading into the ACC tournament. SU definitely now has to step it up a notch with Edwards out and Anselm in. Or Anselm, I mean, he showed he can be pretty good with the boards. But Anselm doesn't have the touch that Edwards has. You know, PT can help it out. But you know what? It's concerning time going down the stretch for SU basketball. But now for the little bit of hope. Gary Gates started his tenure as SU's new lacrosse coach. Gates came over from the SU women's coach team where he was doing a pretty darn good job. And you know what? I hoped that Gates could get some fire coming from one of the all-time greatest lacrosse players teaming with his brother for what a hell of a duo it was in the late 80s. The two of them revolutionized the sport. And with John Desco with the last few years going, you know, as SU's coach, they needed a good swift kick in the ass. And boy, did Mr. Gate do that in the opening game. 28 goals, especially with an all-time great coach, Roy Simmons Jr., standing there on the sidelines with him. It was a win reminiscent of when the gate played and when Roy Simmons Jr. coached 28 to 5 over the team that uh, Robin had to make a nickname for holy cross batman boy did you see that thing on the sideline yes robin that is a nice thing coming from a catholic university from Worcester Massachusetts 
But you know, you can't do nicknames like that. Can't do nicknames like that, Batman. Holy unbad names. Well, that was my way of trying to come up with something on the spot, but oh well, Robin probably would slap me in the face. But I digress. In, in very impressive opening win for the men's lacrosse team. Can we have other wins like that going forward? Especially with the number one team in the nation coming up, Maryland. We'll see how Gate can continue to hopefully get Syracuse back to the pinnacle of men's lacrosse. Now I'm going to talk from go from Syracuse to talking about the Super Bowl. That was a pretty good Super Bowl, if you ask me. If you can take away the halftime show. I mean, yeah, two underdogs, if you can call them underdogs. Not, neither of them were top three seeds in the playoffs. The Rams and the Bengals. In fact, the Bengals were the depths of despair for two years. Almost like the first Bengals team to make the Super Bowl. Heck, back in 1980, they were the depths of despair. Then in 1981, they rose out from the ashes like the Phoenix and made it to the Super Bowl. But Joe Montana and the 49ers were waiting there for him. Well, you know what? You gotta wonder if those stripes had something to have going this time. Of course, they had Joe Cool Burrow as their quarterback. Of course... If he comes off the bus looking like Indiana Jones in his outfit, you gotta wonder. But I mean, hey, he's just a second-year quarterback, and they got a pretty good nucleus. How many times can Burrow and the Bengals get back there? But let's get to the game. Odell Beckham Jr. with a touchdown catch. And of course, Cooper drink water from his magic cup with a couple of big catches, including the winning touchdown pass. But, I mean, Cincinnati was no slouch either. Boy, they put it up too. But in the second half, Aaron Donald showed why he's the most dominant defensive player in the league right now. Burrow, I mean, let's just say, you gotta wonder how Cincinnati made it to the Super Bowl behind an offensive line that looks more like Swiss cheese. Then an offensive line. Boy, several times he was sacked more time than potatoes. But I digress. Very impressive win by the Rams. Very impressive game. Of course, they went all in. And Matthew Stafford finally has a Super Bowl victory after languishing for 12 years with the Lions. Of course, anybody would languish if they were playing for Detroit. It's going to be years before Detroit becomes a big power in the NFL. But we'll see. Well, of course, I, I just said about the halftime show. Yeah, Dr. Dre, the wife beater, Snoop Dogg, Mary G. Blige, Eminem. Yeah, supposed to evoke great memories of the 90s for Gen Xers and Millennials. Well, you know, I didn't care less. Of course, if my version of a halftime act, though all the acts would probably be in their 60s or 70s. Hey, I would have liked to have seen Rob Halford and Judas Priest sing there, but I digress. You know, 
It was nothing but a G thing, especially with Snoop Dogg there. But hey, they were sipping on too much gin and juice. Oh well, it's nothing but a G thing, baby. Too looked out, but is that a crazy? And Eminem taking a knee. You know what? Enough with this knee taking. How about cutting somebody off at the knee? Then that we wouldn't have that. Especially to these nimrods who kneel during the national anthem. What I cut them off at the knee. What I'd like to do is punch them dead in the face. But I digress. Well, we're now going to go through football withdrawal. At least for a couple of months. When the new USFL starts up. If anybody remembers that from 40 years ago. Heck. Football could work in the spring. Maybe not. Of course, if the lockout doesn't end, that's the only viable option we got going into April. Then we got the NBA and the NHL playoffs. Oh well. And I, I want to just quickly talk about Russia here. That figure skater, Valieva, 15 years old. She's amazing. Or is it the heart medication? Yeah. You know, Russia is definitely in, uh, I mean, in the doghouse when it comes to international competition. Because, hey, they had state-sponsored doping. But and it looks like she was taking a medication for her heart that supposedly improves performance. But you know what? They cleared her to compete. compete. You know what it says? Hey. They can be like their leader, Vladimir Putin, who continues to flaunt every little thing and get away with it. Hell, they can cheat now and pretty much get away with it. And of course, I will talk about a little about their beloved leader. You know what? You want to spit at him when you say his name. Putin! Putin! And he's about to maybe invade Lurch's favorite country. Imagine Gomez. Hey, Lurch, you know what? They're about to put uh, a lot of tanks and troops in your favorite country. Gong. You. Oh, well, a dog's putting his two cents worth in. Ukraine. Yeah, they're about to invade your country. What do you think about that, Lurch? Oh. And I'm going to go from that bad pun to a last bad pun. Let's just say the Waterloo girls are definitely getting ready for the sectional playoffs. Impressive wins against Minders and against Hornell, the team they could play for the Class B1 title. But I just wonder, you went down to Hornell, Waterloo. Why didn't you bring me back some chili? Hornell chili's pretty good eating, but always gives me gas. That's all I have to say this week. <laughs>